Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. That mother of all bombs was just waiting for the right target by Emily Dreyfus. When the U.S. dropped a 22,600-pound bomb near suspected ISIS tunnels in Afghanistan's Nangarhar province on Thursday, the blast from the explosion would have rushed into the furthest reaches of the mountain complex about a mile away. The GBU-43, known as MOAB, short for Massive Ordnance Air Blast, or colloquially Mother of All Bombs, is the largest non-nuclear, non-penetrating bomb in the U.S. arsenal. And until now, this mother had never been used outside of a testing facility. U.S. Central Command confirmed Thursday that it dropped the MOAB on tunnels it suspected ISIS Khorasan, the local ISIS group, of inhabiting. As ISIS-K's losses have mounted, they're using IEDs, bunkers and tunnels to thicken their defense. This is the right munition to reduce these obstacles, said General John W. Nicholson, who commands U.S. forces in Afghanistan. Though this is the first time the Moab has ever been used, it's been around since 2002. So why did it take the United States 15 years to drop it? It's not the size. It's because Moab's highly specialized impact means that the U.S. government didn't have an appropriate target for it until today. In 2002, the Air Force Research Laboratory designed the Moab for possible use in the Iraq War and ordered the McAllister Army Ammunition Plant in Oklahoma to make around a dozen, according to Mark Cancium, senior advisor at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. That limited run was not due to an exorbitant cost. They take millions to make, but that's due to size, not sophistication, but rather the narrow use case for the bomb itself. A year later, the government tested the Moab in Florida for the first time. The Moab is not a particularly sophisticated weapon, says Kansian. It's really just a big canister with a lot of explosive in it. In fact, Moab derives its uniqueness from that ratio of explosive to other material. 
Aside from its casing, it's almost entirely composed of H6 explosive material, a highly stable mixture that makes it safe to store a bomb this big without worrying it'll inadvertently explode and take an army base with it. In trying to understand what makes the Moab different, it's helpful to understand what it isn't. Aside from not being a nuclear weapon, it's also not a penetrator or bunker buster meant to burrow deep into the ground. Rather, it's a concussive bomb designed to explode above ground and create a massive blast. Most conventional bombs, like the joint direct attack munitions the U.S. regularly drops on Syria, Iraq and Afghanistan, will be some small percentage of explosive and a much larger part casement that will kill people by bursting apart into a thousand pieces. The Moab takes the inverse approach. Its objective? Create a blast big enough to reach deep into areas that other conventional bombs can't. The Moab also differs from its Russian cousin, known as the father of all bombs, a weapon that's both bigger than the Moab and and thermobaric, meaning it uses gas to create a huge fireball. The Moab, it's just a shockwave, says Kansian, a shockwave so big that it would cover 150 meters. Generating a wave that big requires a bomb that's proportionally massive. It weighs over 11 tons and has to be hauled by a cargo plane and dropped directly above its target, though it has GPS guidance like a JDAM. It drops from the cargo plane using a parachute and explodes just before impact. Odd-looking fins ring its tail, which help it hit its target and also slow the bomb down as it falls. This is to buy people in the plane enough time to get away. If it blows up too quickly, it'll take the aircraft down with it, says Kansian. The Moab has been a known part of the U.S. arsenal and was even at one point suggested as a solution to the Gulf oil spill, but its nearly two-decade dormancy to this point has a surprisingly straightforward explanation. It's a particular type of bomb, best for a particular type of target, so you need that match, says military expert and author Peter Singer. From what the government has revealed about today's mission, Singer says the match fit. JDAMs won't work to get into deep tunnels because the fragmentary material they shoot out stops at the first twist the tunnel takes. To avoid them, combatants just need to go deeper into the tunnel. Bombs designed specifically to penetrate underground pose similar problems. Though effective when targeting individual below-ground targets, they struggle with crippling long winding networks. And that's where a massive concussive bomb has the advantage. Its blast can turn corners and push away all the way to the furthest reaches of a cave. We made Moab for this kind of target, says Kansian. My guess is that we just didn't know where these tunnels were before. Deploying the Moab in nearly any other situation also presents some insurmountable drawbacks. Its sheer size means only certain aircraft can deploy it. Plus, its large blast range makes it inefficient for targeted missions. But by far the biggest impediment to using it more often is the risk to civilian life. These caves, I'm assuming, are out in the mountains in a very uninhabited spot, so you're not as worried about civilians. But to drop something like this in Mosul, you'd level half the city, says Kansian. That kind of fallout likely explains why the Moab set out the heaviest fighting of the Iraq war. It's important to remember that today's mission has garnered attention not because it represents a ramp up in the fight against ISIS, but because it involves a really very big bomb. 
Is it all that much different from having a B-1 come in and just saturate the area with 12 1,000-pound bombs? I don't think so, said one national security official who declined to be named. We've been dropping bombs in Afghanistan for 15 years now. Does the size really matter? In fact, just last week, the U.S. dropped a combined 59,000 pounds of explosives on a single Syrian airbase. It's not a direct comparison, of course, given the nature of the strikes, but it underscores that the U.S. uses mass quantities of explosives on a regular basis, whether that comes in the form of a single Moab or a few dozen tomahawks. In fact, the U.S. has used massive concussive bombs before. During Vietnam, U.S. forces dropped a 15,000-pound predecessor to the Moab known as a daisy cutter. It even used one in 2001 to clear out a Taliban tunnel network. This time, the Moab served its strategic purpose, though that may extend beyond the actual impact. Dropping the mother of all bombs also sends a message. To the Taliban that there's a new sheriff in town, says the national security official, presumably also to ISIS, North Korea and Iran, and the fact that it's such a big blast doesn't hurt for courting media attention that helps deliver that warning. Most generally, use of a bomb of this size now is probably a broad warning to others to avoid brinksmanship with the United States, says Rebecca Zimmerman, a policy researcher at RAND. You wouldn't cover the story if this was 10 JDAMs, same mission, different bombs, says Singer. The Moab, though, makes an impact. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.